Welcome to Akira Minute. I am Richard Dunham from GibliMinute.com. And I'm Jack Stovold from ReopeningTheWormhole.com. And Akira Minute is the podcast where we examine the anime classic Akira. Or is it Akira? One minute at a time. That's the thing that's probably going to come up. <laughs> that's what I'm sure what's going to come up. Akira or Akira? Akira or Akira? Akira. Akira. It's going to come up every every minute, probably. It's yeah. probably going to be so a running when joke. <laughs> when we're in, uh, yeah, definitely. When we're in Japanese mode, it will be Akira. When we're in English mode, it will be Akira. Akira. <laughs> Akira. Karaoke. Karate. That's right. <laughs> so we examined uh, the movie Akira one minute at a time. In the... Tradition and uh, humble gratitude towards Star Wars Minute. The originators of the form. Yeah, who kicked this whole thing off. I do something similar at my uh, podcast I do with my daughter, Ghibli Minute, where we take a look at uh, Studio Ghibli movies. And uh, Jack, you've done Marge uh, and the Monorail Minute. <laughs> yes, I have. I've, <laughs> I've uh, kind of lightly dipped my toes in the format by doing a minute-by-minute examination of... Marge versus the Monorail, the classic Seasons 4 Simpsons episode. So this is Minute 1, which starts with a black screen, and then the Toho (laughs) logo, and it ends with a red map of what looks like Tokyo. Tokyo Bay. But with some some changes to the Tokyo that we all know and love today. It's not the Tokyo Bay I know. So that's the minute that we're going to be talking about. We, but we should probably take uh, some time to uh, orient ourselves. Take a minute? Take a minute or two. Ina Minuten to uh, also give a shout out to the fact that we are not the first Akira Minute podcast on the internet. We're just the first English language ones. That's right. There's a German language podcast taking a look at Akira. It's at akira Akurat. Dot D-E, A-K-K-U-R-A-T, Akira Akurat. And I'm sure it's great, but I don't speak German, so I can't <laughs> say for sure. But shout out to those guys. Uh, they were yeah. the first, but we're the first guys to do it in Ego, <laughs> English. So, here we go. Yosh, Ikuzo! Ikuzo! No, I'll... Also be lots of random Japanese exclamations. That's a, that's a little quote from Minute 4. Minute 4, yeah. So, so, yeah. What led us to this point? What led us to do this, to embark on Akira Minute? I guess let's... What is uh, your history with Akira, Jack? When did you first see it? Okay. So, probably middle school in the mid-90s. I was sheepishly getting into anime because it was not cool at this point. So I was hiding my burgeoning love of things like Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball from my peers. But I, I couldn't help it. And me and my brother were loving it. Future guest, probably. Yeah, this was the late 90s, mid to late 90s. Like anime or Japanimation, as it was commonly known yes. at the time, was, you know, slowly but surely gaining like kind of an underground following in the States. 
and this was coinciding with my burgeoning interest in Japan, which eventually led to me living here in Japan. I'm in Japan. Probably come up. It may come up. You'll probably hear the Japanese trains in the background. <laughs> yes, you will. That's. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do about that. That's just something that will happen. Shogunai. Shogunai, yeah. Shigatai. But, uh, you know, I was watching these uh, animes on TV, like Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z, and uh, noticing that these English dubs were awful. And uh, so me and my brother would venture out to, you know, the local blockbuster, the local Hollywood video, video stores. These were things that still existed back then. And we would rent VHS tapes of, uh, you know, random anime things that they had, because, you know, it was kind of becoming a thing at this time, so they had, like, an anime shelf kind of at those stores. And I think this was also, like, in the early days of us having the internet, so I was able to kind of research about anime and whatnot and akira was one of the biggies that but there we go i just said it akira that's how we say it when we're talking in english akira was one of the biggies we're code switching (laughs) yeah exactly so even at the time i knew like akira was a formative big movie and anime and so when we found it the video store we rented it and it was amazing and we loved it even though I didn't know what the hell was going on in it. So that's basically it. From that time, you know, late 90s, I want to say, 98, 99, 97, 98, 99, was probably the first time I, I saw Akira on a VHS tape and thought it was really cool. And a few years after that, I just bought the soundtrack and then the soundtrack kind of like really got me into the movie. And, you know, I would watch it every few years. Well, basically until now. I don't think I've ever sat down and listened to the soundtrack separately from the movie. Well, that's, that's something that's going to happen. That's where you and my you and me differ, my friend, because yeah. I am way more familiar with the soundtrack than I am with the actual movie. I saw I for some reason I I remember seeing it in high school, or, but that can't be true because I graduated like in June 1989. And this was released in the States December 1989. So I guess I must have seen it pretty soon after it came out in America. I don't think I saw it in the theaters until last year, actually. But I definitely remember seeing it on on videotape. Oh, you saw it in theaters too? Nice. Yeah, I saw it. uh, This will probably come up. But I saw it when I saw... I saw it like last August. And... Awesome. It was like in like um, I think a local ArcLight theater, like one of the art house chains, kind of similar to uh, what is that thing in Austin? Oh, uh, the uh, something house. Fuck. What is it? God damn it! Oh, if only my Planet of the Apes co-host Shift Clark was here. Um, I know. I know what you're talking about. Oh, this is awkward. Ah, uh, damn it! Firehouse? Is it Firehouse Theater? It's not. It's not Firehouse. Sure, it is. It totally is. <laughs> No, it's not. Okay, well, I don't we may know what it is. You know what I'm talking about. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's that place. That place that does all the cool like art posters for classic movies, right? So there's yeah, it's one of these you know the, the art house chains that has like you know I think it was the ArcLight in Chicago, but they it, they had it like a release like just for one day, like they were just showing it on one night, 
last August. I went and I noticed that in the movie there was a poster for a Daishukai, like a big meeting, the exact same date that I was seeing it. I think it was like August 19th, like 2019. Well, it'll come up uh, as we, this is after, yeah. It's after one of the. Oh, it's a it's a fateful day. It's right? a fateful day. Yeah, within the, within <laughs> the, the film. Akira universe. But yeah, but I remember just being blown away by it, and it's just been you know a pillar of you know my movie fandom, like my yeah for an, all movies since then. It's an amazing movie. Like no other movie looks quite like this. No it's, other movie quite feels like this. It's and, uh, yeah, it's a it's a milestone. It's, it's a landmark. Uh, it's a landmark and a milestone. Yeah. The way that and you that, might use a, a, a milestone as a landmark. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I was actually, I was also lucky enough to see it in theaters like a mirror two months ago because of the uh, COVID-19, basically. Theaters here shut down for a few months and then they kind of slowly opened up and they were just showing like a bunch of classic movies and Akira yes. was one of them. And I was like, holy shit, better go do that. Yeah. And it was it was amazing. It's great to see it in a theater. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. I got I I got to enjoy it with uh English subtitles. We probably didn't, <laughs> didn't I did not <laughs> I did not. But uh, fortunately minute one was entirely in English, so that was fine. Oh that's yeah. So yeah, minute one. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for Just bringing us in. back. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, but uh, as you said, minute one begins with a, a blackness, and, and the, then the Toho the logo. Toho logo, and it ends with a red Tokyo Bay. So this was—I don't know. Do you know a lot about like how this got made? I'm not sure, like how big a deal Otomo-san was um, by this time. Well, this is definitely the first animated production he was ever involved in. He wasn't even. I remember reading about it. He wasn't necessarily interested in animation. He was just interested in doing comics. But I believe he was approached by somebody. I can't remember what studio it was exactly. But uh, I think it was like three studios eventually came together to form Akira Committee. Right. Which we see in the credits. And um, uh, he, he was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. But his condition was that he had to direct and write the movie himself. And it was also based on the comics that he started in the early 80s and was not even close to finishing yet by the time they decided to do this movie. And they were like, well, it's going to be like a two-hour movie, so obviously we're going to have to condense those comics a great deal. Yeah. And he was like, okay, I'll write a new story kind of based on my comics and I'll do an ending even though I haven't finished the comic yet. And in fact, as is the case with... Um, uh, Nausicaa, which you talked about a Ghibli minute, this movie actually came out before the comic was finished, and he ended up finishing it like years after the movie came out. Right. So the Akira Production Committee, because the the budget was so huge, several companies came together. I'm just going to list the companies: Kodansha, okay, the uh, publisher, big publisher. Yeah. So as we also talked about on Ghibli minute. Anime films, or even just films in general in Japan, a lot of the times are funded by publishers. Yep. Mainichi Broadcasting System, Bandai, is the uh, the toy maker, or they they make toys, model kits, 
and uh, video games. I guess they've gotten out of video games, though. But, uh, yeah. Well, what video games? What video games? What did you say? Not of? Not of? What? Bandai? I no, I heard Bandai. Yeah. <laughs> you, you said Bandai has, has what video games? I didn't hear that. I, heard, I, I understand that they have stopped making video games, that they've gotten out of the video game business. Uh, yeah, I don't think they do that anymore. It was like in the 90s, there was a lot of Bandai stuff. That's a shame. Didn't they do like a super robot? Uh, Tyson? Tyson, yeah. It's one of my favorites. I think yeah, so. Good yeah. yeah. <laughs> super Robot Wars. Yes, Super <laughs> Robot Wars. It's only been one English version, like on the G- Game Boy Advance. Big main mainstay of the PlayStation. Sure. Sadly, I haven't partaken, but uh, I remember the ads and the gaming mags I read at the time. It's yeah, it's like a map mashup of every giant robot franchise. Right. So, it's like uh, the Smash Brothers of robots. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, in like a uh, turn-based uh, tactical <laughs> game. Right. Imagine Smash Brothers, but if it was turn-based. <laughs> exactly. And it was all robots. Yeah, uh, yeah. Except for Rob yeah. the Robot, who is the was, only... Yeah. He's the robot that is exclusive to Smash Brothers. And it was, uh, yeah, and it was Final Fantasy Tactics style. Okay, right. anyway, so Bandai Hakuhodo, <laughs> which is an advertising and public relations company, Toho. Uh, Laserdick... I'm sorry, <laughs> Dick. That happens later in the movie. Laser Disc Corporation and uh, Sumitomo Corporation. Those are the companies. You're just like you're just like Pepsi in the Akira Production Committee. Remember the uh, Pepsi Dick scandal? No. Was this <laughs> some late nineties fun? Like the Pepsi Disc logo, and they misprinted it as like the Pepsi Dick logo. It was, <laughs> nice. It was a thing. It was fun. Uh, yeah, so it was released in 1988, and the manga ended in 1990, so two years before it. Right. I also noticed, so this is all just from my reading in the, the Wikipedia article, <laughs> but Whoa. they mentioned that he had to come up with an ending, and he claims that the inspiration for the ending came from a conversation that he had with uh, Alejandro Hodorowski. In, I, I, oh, in okay. I remember reading about this. Yeah. Although uh, Hodorowski does not remember that, but you know, what does that? He guy? denies his involvement. Well, he in doesn't career. remember it, you know. <laughs> that guy has been through so much. I'm sure there's, he's forgotten more worlds than we can ever imagine. Right. Well, let's hope he remembers something of Dune to give us, to, uh, yeah, let's hope he talks to Villanueva, gives him some of his ideas. Villanueva, sorry. Anywho. So, yeah. Go on. Then we got the Toho logo. <laughs> Are we t- we're still talking about this minute. <laughs> yeah, Toho. Yeah. Uh, Toho's big. Godzilla, Kurosawa, they're big. Yeah. And did they've, how, how many logos, like how many, like, they stay on this logo for like 10 seconds. Oh, yeah, it's long. Is this and like it's... the case for every Toho movie? Um, as a, huge fan of godzilla i can tell you that it is that's this they do this for every movie how uh do you have like a sense of like how much this like opening logo has changed is this like a, a classic is this are they still doing it like this these days or um 
I feel like it changed in the late 90s. I know it's it hasn't changed as many times as the Universal logo, where yeah. it's still like basically the same thing, but they like juice it up kind of. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this Toho logo was like definitely up until the late 90s with Godzilla movies for sure. Like, and it didn't change from like the 60s to the 90s. Okay. Yeah. And we're watching the Japanese Blu-ray yes. transfer, so I don't know. I don't know when this came out. I assume they didn't muck with the uh, opening of this at all. For the doesn't movie. look like it. Yeah, no, it doesn't. And then we get... Uh, but yeah, yeah go ahead. Tokyo. Yeah, we get Tokyo. They get the uh, the typical suburban sprawl. It would look like... Tokyo's, Tokyo's big. It's a big old like, map painting. Yeah. And shows a lot of... There's a big freeway in the middle of it with cars that are not moving because it's painting. which is fine i'm like okay it's just a still shot but then later well spoilers for you know 30 seconds later there's a big explosion that is animated so it's kind of incongruous with the cars on the freeway not moving Hmm. i didn't notice that but yeah i mean these uh, to this architectural style is what you would see out of any train window yes for miles and miles and miles of the same thing yeah like every part of the building has like the same staircase um there's like a a road coming you know like an off ramp of the freeway going under the freeway or the highway i'm betraying my californianness here um and uh it reminds me like the first time i was in a car riding through tokyo and like appreciating the three-dimensionality of tokyo It's, it's not just like I'm from California, folks, where it's really flat. Everything is like a one to two story building. Every road is on the on the ground, every highway is on the ground. And I was blown away by like driving into an underpass, going under a road, and it's like we're in the this the city is so like vertically three dimensional. It was fascinating to me. But that's Tokyo, man. Tokyo yeah. is dense until, you know, thirty seconds from now when the geography of tokyo changes considerably <laughs> yeah so this is uh ah, 1988 1980 july 16th as it says in 1988 yeah i looked it up that is a sunday by the way Nichiobikayo. yeah so maybe that's why the cars weren't moving it's this lazy sunday <laughs> yeah you just get on the highway and you just stop have a picnic on the overpass yeah. classic japan bunch of Classic. lazy bastards yeah. <laughs> yeah that's uh all right so it's 2020 as spoiler all right not a spoiler but just a little peek behind the curtain and when we're recording that is uh just what 22 years and a month basically what no it's 42 years no it's 32 years right 30 32 years 32 years and basically a month yep so uh everyone talks about neo tokyo but uh in this scene regular tokyo is about to explode yeah so this is when this this is like already not the future right when this came out this was like what what okay what day did what day did this movie come out i should have looked that up I know it was 1988, but you know, like, what 
the date this movie came out, we should check that. It was released July 16th, 1988. Oh, okay. Which is the same day. This movie is postulating that when you walk out of the theater, (laughs) Tokyo will be destroyed. (laughs) I I like the balls on that. That's ballsy of this movie to say, like, the apocalypse is fucking happening today. Yeah, that is... (laughs) Like, you you will die in this movie theater right now. Yes. Uh, the rest of this movie is the afterlife. This, this is the vision after death. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, no, we're, no, spoilers for minute two. I'm not going to even talk about world wars now. That would be yeah insane. Why would that come up? Yeah, and then we get, uh, yeah, so shit blows up. Yeah. There's, there's a big, <laughs> it's not. It's not your, uh, it's not a nuclear explosion. It's because, you know, if you watch like a lot of anime from the 80s, you will see many, many, many nuclear explosions. This is not one of them. It's a big white dome-like explosion that just radiates outward. Yeah. It's not a mushroom. Cloud. I mean, it starts off as like so, a black dome. Yeah. Like a, appearing like a dark. top down. Yeah. <laughs> very much like the dark, like dark dark the uh hit german show on netflix that we're both watching yes. right now it's sweeping the nation the world yeah so it start <laughs> much like this explosion seems to be sweeping <laughs> tokyo exactly. um so it starts out as like a dark dome then it turns into a white dome and it gets bigger and bigger and it seems to be destroying all the skyscrapers in its path looks bad this looks bad so I don't know if it's this explosion or another one. I, I read some story about when he was drawing the manga, uh-huh. there was some huge explosion where he was drawing it in like this huge black explosion. He was drawing line by line. And like his editor showed up and was like, what are you doing? Just take like, Stop. put the marker down, take up a brush and just go. Voop, voop. And he's like, no. This is, you know, my tribute and respect to all of the millions of souls that must have died underneath this explosion. That I will pay tribute to each of those souls by drawing like one, doing this thing stroke by stroke. Really? Okay. And his <laughs> editor was like, supping and not. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure thing. his editor went and got drunk. He's like, I can't handle this. <laughs> All right, I'm going to Harukia. <laughs> Give me three peanuts. Jesus, I got this comic guy who is insane. Yeah, I should shout out to... Uh, there's um, a couple comic artists that have this YouTube uh, show called... Uh, I think it's called Comics Kayfabe. Okay. And they uh, they did a series on Akira, and they... They start off like with uh, Otomo-san's like early work. It started. I haven't watched all of it yet, but they go pretty deep. So something to check out. All right, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, and the ship blows up, fade to white. Tokyo Bay. And then we get this weird Tokyo Bay. There's a lot more bridges. It's red. And it's red. Shh, there's, there's stuff. There's a big island in the middle of Tokyo Bay that I'm not familiar with. And uh, that's minute one. Holy shit. It's pretty intense. Pretty intense, man. Yeah. Like Tokyo. All right. You got anything else for uh, minute one? 
No, it's just I'm. What happened to Tokyo, man? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out on minute two. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we will. I hope so. I hope this is addressed later in the film. <sighs> I've never seen Tokyo get ruined in a movie before. This is shocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so I guess we'll we'll see you back here, folks, uh, for uh, minute two tomorrow. Richard, you going to be here tomorrow? I will. For two? I will. I will be here tomorrow. Yes. I'll. Uh, All right. Well, that's make the drive. That's more than. <laughs> it's more than we can say for Tokyo at this yeah. point. Will Tokyo be here tomorrow? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. What's going on with this red bay? All right. How do we want to? How do? We <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we'll. Uh, See you here tomorrow for Akira Akira Minute. Minute. <laughs>